This episode of Missy Unfiltered is brought to you by Pizza Rock Las Vegas. Commonly understood that to estrange is to disrupt, break, or even destroy fundamental attachments. The thing less well understood is that many of our attachments were already disrupted, broken, or destroyed before we estranged. What does it really mean to be estranged from someone? By definition, it's to be no longer close or affectionate to someone or alienate. It says it all in the name, right? Strange or stranger. Because that's almost what it is, right? Someone becomes a stranger to you. People become estranged in marriages all the time. You fall in love, then something happens or doesn't, then you separate. And I think that's normal. I don't think you should stay in a relationship if you're unhappy. I think it's fair for two people to love each other and try to build a life together. And then for whatever reason, it just does not work out. But family, this is where it gets tricky with the word estranged. I've seen many situations of estranged family members. You know, parents don't like your new wife, so you quit talking to them, you know, making them choose. There's a fight over material things, houses, cars, etc. after someone passes. Fights over not being invited to a birthday party or a graduation, or big fights like dad cheated on mom, so you hate him, or mom left, so you hate her. Your sibling is an addict, so you cut them off. You know, and I don't know if there's a set time frame that amends need to be made before it's too far gone. At what point do both sides just give up on the relationship? Is it a week, a year, or is it when one person doesn't take the chance to call when something big happens? You know, for example, like if your son quit talking to you and something serious happened in his life, good or bad, and you don't take that opportunity to reach out and break the ice. You know, for me, I've always been a firm believer that when it comes to children, the adult needs to fix the problem. You know, it's hard once, you know, the kid becomes an adult, but I'm saying like as a parent, you should still be the one that makes that first move. I don't think there's going to be many situations where the parent needs an apology from a child. You know, when I was younger, I believe that family comes before everything. The only thing that has changed about that for me is that I believe as an adult that we choose our family, you know, blood or not. But I also believe that it really fucking sucks being estranged from family members, You know, not a day goes by that I don't wish I had a better relationship with my siblings. So much time has gone by from the fights that we've been in and the wrong that everyone has done. So who and when, you know, when does that first move happen? And in the last six months, my grandpa has lost both of his brothers. And I can't imagine that in my 80s, I could lose my brother and sister and still have the lack of relationship that we do now. I'm stubborn, okay, I know this. I'm prideful, I'm bitter, and I'm angry at a lot of things. And the feelings I have, I can't, I can't imagine living with these feelings for the rest of my life. But how does a parent go through life having an estranged relationship with their child and not try every single day to fix it? You know, every kid that has a deadbeat dad or mom still wishes that they had one. They might not admit it, but I truly think that if said parent tried to not only fix those things, but change their bad behaviors or habits that made them a bad parent in the first place, the kid would eventually come around. You know, and it might take years, 
but wouldn't those years be worth every day of, you know, one day maybe having a relationship with your child again? And I used to get so mad at my dad for not trying, you know, just letting the days and the years go by with, without him knowing all of my achievements and my ups, downs, you know, my wins, my losses. And I was just mad because I just wanted him to care. So even when I was most angry at him, I still just wanted him to care. And when a child loses a parent to drugs, not like death, but just loses that relationship. And, you know, all you think is that the parent chose drugs over them. I have a friend who he's going to become a father very soon for the first time. And he doesn't have a relationship with his mom. And his sister told him that, you know, she's scared for how he's going to feel when he looks at his baby girl for the first time and just loves her with his entire being. And then those warm thoughts, they just turn cold because you start thinking like, how can a parent look at their baby and choose drugs? How can I love something so much and still choose something else? As I mentioned in my previous episode, um, I wasn't speaking to my dad when I had the twins. He texted me the day of my C-section, wished me well, you know, but it was still a while before him and I spoke again. So I know that feeling, you know, looking at my babies every day. I know that I don't love anything else as much as I love them. So how the fuck as a parent do you let a relationship with your children go for so long? You know, probably the same reason as a sister, I let the relationship with my siblings go for so long. You know, thoughts that, you know, they aren't trying, so why should I? They obviously aren't bothered by it. They clearly don't miss me. They don't care to know my kids. They don't love me. You know, and that anger, it just goes to sadness, resentment, pain, back to anger. So it's just this ongoing cycle where everyone just waits for someone to budge. And I've seen a few times where death, you know, brings people back together. And it's unfortunate that a loss is what it takes. But for obvious reasons, it makes people realize that life is short. But the regret of losing someone during an estrangement, knowing that you had so many chances to apologize or even just to initiate the conversation where someone can have a chance to apologize. Because for me, like I know that there are only two other people on this planet who grew up at 2221 Roy Street that know what it was like. There's only two other people who can close their eyes and remember what it was like to swing on that tree swing. Only two other people that can remember playing on the footbridge or swimming in the circle when it flooded because those are your people. You know, those are the ones that grow up with you and you can laugh about how mean your four foot tall great grandmother was, you know, the ones that they know how and why you feel the way you do about your parents, you know? So I guess when deciding if the estranged relationship needs mending, we have to ask ourselves one question. How are we going to feel if this person suddenly dies tomorrow? Will there be even a moment of sadness that you feel or regret that you didn't take a chance in fixing it? If your answer is yes, then it's time to figure out what the next step is. You know, regret and guilt are two very strong beasts that will tear you apart inside. If it's regret and or guilt you feel about anything, chances are you can't go back and do or undo something. But if you're the child, maybe you're not a child anymore, and you're sitting there thinking of how much you hate your dad or your mom that isn't around, thinking that I'm crazy and there's no way you're going to initiate anything with that parent, think of this. <clears throat> think of that one time I got the courage to ask my dad, why were you never around? And he said, I didn't think you needed me. Put yourself in the spot and ask whatever question fits your situation and think how they would answer. Why did you leave? Why didn't you try harder? 
Why were you always so angry? Why did you beat me? Why didn't you come to any of my games? Seriously, I doubt most parents would say, well, I didn't love you or care about you. I mean, anything is possible. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There, there might be that situation somewhere. But just try and have a moment with yourself and see like, how you think that conversation would go. Even if you're not necessarily estranged, could you even ask one of your parents these questions? When I asked my question to my dad, I don't remember my exact response, but I do remember what I thought. It was something like, this motherfucker gave me all these fucking daddy issues because he thought I was better off without him in my life. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Something like that. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, because there's plenty of people, family or not, that have wronged you in so many ways and do not deserve to have you in their life. I know that. I'm just saying that even despite those feelings, if you will be sad and regret the day that you lose them, you know, maybe you should revisit the idea of making amends. Look, I wish I could say that I always practice what I preach. Unfortunately for me, a lot of this stuff sounds really good coming out of my mouth here, and that's it. But I'll be in Ohio this week, so hopefully my next episode I'll get to tell you, you know, some wonderful story about me seeing my siblings and if I had the balls to start one of those hard conversations. Um, or if I was able to get a hold of my dad while I was home. <laughs> but until then. You can hit me when it's up, but what's up? You can hit me when it's up, but what's up? So what's up?